Yeah, g'day, mate. You're listening to a Radio 191 FM podcast. Right now, Scott's here for Sports Up to Money. Hey, Scott. How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Yeah, pretty good, mate. Pretty good for Monday morning. It's a big weekend of sports. Yes, it is. And let's start with the uh, unfortunate elephant in the room, the All Blacks going down against Argentina in Christchurch. Mm. First away win by the Argentinians against New Zealand. Uh, so definitely a powerful record-setting night. Um, it just comes down to, I think, a couple of things. Uh, there's just this, this... The All Blacks played with this very one-dimensional kind of um, both offence and defence, uh, and, and they just did not adjust to the Argentinian defence. And I think it comes through that, you know, there were a couple of times, especially in the second half, they were running quite flat, um, weren't getting much space on the ball, and they certainly weren't adapting when the Argentinians were ready for them running mm. that flat game. They just kept running it anyway. Um, and... Uh, Again, I think it comes down to just the fact the Argentinians wanted it. They, they, you know, they were they were quicker. They were just they were simply were better than us, and it's because they wanted it more. And it's because you know, and that, that is Checker's influence. Obviously, I think you know he's certainly got a big chip on his shoulder about it. Yeah, but they wanted it. they wanted it more, and they, I think that's what it comes down to. They wanted it and they got it. Um, they well, again, the All Blacks' performance was up the middle. Up the yeah. guts, trying to break the line that way instead of going left to right, right to left, kind of trying to space them out, spread them out. Um, the, they just don't adapt, as you say. Yeah. They don't change the plan when something's not working. They didn't look at doing something else. Yeah, it, it's, it's a very inflexible team. However, like, there's still three rounds left of the rugby championship. We still get to play Argentina, Argentina once again and then Australia twice. Uh, the next game against Argentina is at FMG Stadium, Waikato. So let's hope that Ian Foster can kind of tap into some of his former FMG Stadium, Waikato success uh, and and actually, uh, you know, make learn to adapt and, and, and make those very, very obvious kind of defensive changes. As yeah, well as I mean, changes. the All Blacks did play well. I, I don't want to, like, yeah. especially in that first 30 minutes. Oh, they were, they were leading at half-time, you know. It, it, it is Just. worth pointing out, well, yes, but it, it, it is worth pointing out that this is something that they had secured, you know. Yeah. Um, it wasn't their it wasn't their worst performance. I mean, there were a lot of penalties. There wasn't too much drop ball, but there was a little bit of really important yeah. times. Uh, but they, you know, they were stringing along long phases. It just couldn't break that line. Yeah. And and yeah, Argent- Argentina deserves that credit where credit's due because they were they were they were strong defensively and they were reactive defensively. Oh, they're very reactive. Um, and and that's really what kind of tells the difference. It's 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 a similar tale in uh, rugby league this week, of course, because the Warriors were defeated quite handily by the Penrith Panthers, as you can expect, forty six to twelve. Given that the Panthers also secured the minor premiership with a game left to play. Uh, so this is one of those things that was kind of inevitable, but there are positives. Uh, there are there are some very strong positives in the sense that the Warriors can be quite stoked they scored twelve points at all on the Penrith Panthers. I think <laughs> is, is really how we should how we should be looking at. That. And the thing that changed was I think a lot of the psychology. And uh, Stacey Jones talked about in, the, in his after match comments last week. He was talking about how some of the guys just weren't in the fight mentally, and how this week a lot more of the team was. Um, a lot of the pundits talking about the fact that. Uh, um, Tohu Harris was kind of the strongest on-field performance, um, but I think he really deserves to be MVP of this game solely for that, that captain's perspective of actually bringing some of the psychology back for those guys. Mm-hmm. And as he has all year, I, I, I personally think he's the Warriors' uh, year-long MVP solely for the fact that he's brought that psychology along when they've lost a coach. You know, it, 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 all, it always feels bad when a coach quits on you. You know, I've been there as, as, a, as a player, and I've, you know, I've seen it in, in sports for years. It's hard. And, and, for, and for Harris to kind of lead the team and, and bring it back, that's really strong. 
Now, the good news is they are outside of the wooden spoon spot because the Tigers, West Tigers, did lose, unfortunately, to Dragons 24-22. So the Warriors can lose next week against the Titans and still be safe from the wooden spoon. Now, depending on if they beat the Titans or not, they can finish as high as 12th, uh, uh, which, which requires an outright win and a loss by both the Knights and the Bulldogs. Which could happen. Otherwise, the point differential puts us all the way down to... <laughs> back behind those teams unfortunately mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, if we lose to the Titans that secures that bottom spot because the Titans will then leapfrog us uh, into 14th place so that's 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 the world of, of rugby both union and league um, moving to MLB now um, Aaron Judge is one home run away from 50 home runs in the month of by the end of month of August as he chases the current AL record of 61 now for those of you who don't know at home Roger Maris set the uh, record for home runs 61 home runs in 1961 um, and that has been broken a couple times, but only in the National League and not in the AL League where uh, Maris actually set it. It was broken, of course, by Mark McGuire in 1998 mm. uh, during the home run chase of 98, and then again by Barry Bonds in 2001. So it was, it was beaten by steroids. It was beaten by steroids, yes. But it's worth pointing out that by this point in, the, in, in 1998, both Sosa, Sammy Sosa and, and Mark McGuire had 54 home runs, yeah. only five more than what... Uh, uh, Judge presently has now So It's very doable That Judge Breaks 61 And I think it's, it's going to be A very exciting time to see If he does that And then if there's also A contract year So if he breaks Breaks the home run record He'll get paid Yeah um, As he somewhat deserves uh, The Baltimore Orioles Have been a bit of a surprise This season of course They actually just finished Their 11th shutout win This season um, And that's pretty significant Because that is That is higher Than the combined total Of their last Three seasons Um <laughs> They, of course, have been living kind of in the AL basement. They picked top of the draft twice, I believe. But all those top prospects have now kind of debuted, led by catcher Adley Rutschman. And they've put in a really strong performance, and they are one game back of the AL wildcard, only a year after having a, a league-worst record, essentially. Um, the Mariners currently hold the top wildcard spot. Uh, the Rays and the Blue Jays are second and third, and they play in the same division as the Orioles. Uh, they are one and one and a half games ahead of the Orioles, respectively. It's a it's a it's a it's a tough fight in the AL to get those last few wildcard spots, especially as teams like, uh, of course, Otani and Trout play on the Angels, and the Angels are now about twenty games out of a five hundred record. They have not performed well at all this year. Um, certainly, those top teams are all looking to be from the East, and the real surprise is that the the Red Sox aren't fighting there with them. Oh, having, is that right? Having fallen off quite badly this season, yes, of injuries uh, and misplaced contracts, I would say, would be <laughs> the reason for fault there. How uh, how, long, how much longer is left in the season? Uh, we've got a month now. We've got a month now. So this is the season normally ends end of September, very start of October, and then and then October baseball has become a synonym for postseason baseball. Uh, so we we start to see that as 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 it comes along. A lot of the, a lot of the divisions are decided. It is worth pointing out. A lot of the divisions are, especially in the AL. The NL is a bit more kind of open. You know, the Braves and the Mets fighting tooth and nail in the East. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Central is. Also quite open, but only in the sense that not one team has done exceedingly well to kind of deserve that top spot. Uh, the Dodgers are far and away the leaders in the NL West. Um, the Padres are trying to catch them. Of course, they traded for Juan Soto, so they are looking to catch them. But uh, the Dodgers have too many games in hand, I think, for, for, the, for the Padres to really come up and pass them. All right. All right. Uh, we missed the game, too. Otago lost to Auckland. Over the weekend, 35-17. Yes. In, in, in the uh, MPC. A uh, bit of a sloppy game from um, the Otago team. But, you know, always going up to Eden Park. 
It's, it's a tough place it's, to play. It's, it's a tough place to play. It is. It is. Especially away. It's the fortress. Um, right, of course, it was English Premier League football. Absolutely, the it was. Weekend, uh, and some uh, pretty good results. Uh, it, Arsenal continues to lead the pack. Uh, with another win, Very going strong. undefeated in the first four games of the season, Liverpool finally bounced back uh, from the dreadful start, the worst start since 2006. Mm. But they, what a massive bounce back it was! Nine nil. Yes, that is certainly certainly a return to form. Nine nil. That's uh, equaling the highest, uh, the the biggest result uh, ever in the EPL, um, and definitely the highest for Liverpool over Bournemouth. Uh, so, you know, Bournemouth went up this year, so they weren't expecting too much. But you say that, and we had that draw with Notts Forest at the beginning of the season, uh, mm. also up this year. Um, Man City continue um, their good form uh, with their star signing Adlan. I don't, I don't know how to say his name properly. Uh, getting a hat trick. That puts them on six goals from four games. That's a very strong start. That's a massive That's start. start. It's your first season in the EPL. He's, he's something like 19, 20 years old. It's very much the rich get richer, isn't it, with City? It's, it's, it's Yeah, well, that was a race between City and Liverpool for, for his services, and unfortunately, uh, well, for me. City, City took that one. Uh, yes. City took that one. Uh, other results, Newcastle uh, drew with, with Wolves, Everton drew with Brentford, um, Aston Villa uh, continuing to slump, losing to West Ham. Brighton got a win over Leeds, and Man U got another win over Southampton, one 0 Trying to, they're desperately, they're desperately working their way out of that uh, those last few spots. Of course, no one really believed that they were going to stay in the relegation spot for long. It's, no. it, it's, it's not. This is a club that's never gone down in the history of no. first division football, going back before the Premier League. Um, but it was fun. It was fun to dream, wasn't it? It was, it was fun, fun to dream. dream. <laughs> it really was. But cellar dwellers losing four, uh, sorry, losing three and drawing one so far. I mean, it's early days, but yes, yeah. the city. Yes, very unexpected. Although middle of the pack last season, Everton's down there too. This is this this was this was always a team going back to when they first got promoted. That it was that it was going to be when especially when they were good. You know, it was how long? You know. The only the only other top four champion was um, Blackburn Rovers, Blackburn Rovers yeah. who haven't been in the Premier League now for a number of years. Mm. I, they must have been in, last time I remember them was two thousand twelve. They must have been back in before since then, but they've since dropped out again. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they have. Um, I think they went all the way down to League Two, oh, League One, uh, at one stage. Well, yeah, ex- exactly. So it's it's for them to stick it in the Premier League this long. Frankly, is is well. Is a tantamount. It's also a testament to how much has been invested in the team. Yeah, well, that's it. That's um, it. They got that money, but of course, the owner died in that tragic helicopter heli- crash right Actually, outside the stadium. That's so. very true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Pivoting to the NFL now, uh, just for a second, because the preseason ended today. We've still got two games left to play, I believe. One was played today at five a.m. our time. Yeah. And another one coming up at nine thirty. Um, but we've seen some really, really, uh, some really interesting results. First of all, I'll talk about the fight. There was a fight. Obviously, the teams had joint practices this week. Some guy decided a good idea for a, for a, uh, a joint practice would be the Rams and the Bengals, who, of course, just played each other in the Super Bowl. Unsurprisingly for a game that was you know, quite tightly contested, there was a large fight. Aaron Donald swung his helmet at a number of other players mm-hmm. uh, in a brawl. Uh, eventually, they actually did play each other later in a week, uh, and the, uh, the 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 Ram uh, the Bengals beat the Rams sixteen to seven. But again, only playing most of the backups is is with the, obviously with the preseason, mostly backups play. However, that's kind of the exciting thing. Uh, Chicago ran their first team offense. Uh, Justin Fields, their quarterback, picked highly last year. 
threw three touchdowns in his nice. in his um, his couple of drives. So it's really really strong performance from him, just kind of making the statement. There was no real doubt that he was probably going to start this year, uh, but I think it's nice to have that kind of statement to prove. You know, he belongs in the NFL. Kind of silence for those doubters, at least temporarily. Yeah. But the real story becomes the rookie and young quarterbacks. So Desmond Ritter was drafted in the third round by the Falcons, and he had a really strong preseason. He just uh, his Falcons just beat the Jags 28 12 this week. Um, he threw two picks um, as well as a quite high number of yards. But a lot of people are praising him for, for kind of having having those rough results as you do when you're a rookie quarterback, sticking through it, overcoming that adversity, and kind of still proving that he can be a good player. He's likely to be the backup quarterback at the start of the year to Marcus Mariota, but I believe that late in the season, especially because the Falcons won't be competing this year, that's just that's just off the cards, we can expect to see Ritter start a few games later in the year. Um, some other quarterbacks that stuck out were uh, Sam Ellinger of the Colts. Uh, he's a second-year player, I believe. Uh, Malik Willis, who was projected to be a very high draft pick in the NFL, the, the, some were saying top five, ended up falling to the third round with the Titans. Um, he had a very strong preseason. Pittsburgh's Kenny Pickett uh, was picked was only first-round quarterback. Uh, he has had a very strong preseason. Uh, but pivoting more to the... Uh, I want to talk about the Dolphins, I know. There, there is news, I swear. It's not just me making news where there isn't. Tua Tagovailoa made his game debut with Tyreek Hill, and it was very exciting. Mm-hmm. Three plays, in three plays, there were two catches in 64 yards, including on the very first play of the game, Tua connects with Tyreek Hill down the sideline for a 46-yard chunk play. That's what they... That's what they oh, 51 yards, sorry, it was 46 ear yards um, from Tua. So silencing the old weak arm uh, debate, that's pretty showing bad. that Tyreek fits perfectly in that, in that Dolphins offense. But the real story is, of course, the Dolphins actually drafted a quarterback in the, in the seventh round. And here are his preseason stats. He's probably going to be QB3, but listen to his preseason stats. 75% of his passes completed, 450 yards, five touchdowns, no interceptions. This is, this is a guy who was a seventh-round pick out of Kansas State. Um, complete unheard of, Skylar Thompson. And he had a really, really strong preseason. He is likely to be quarterback three on the Dolphins roster because they've already paid... Tua and they've also paid Tua and they've also paid Teddy Bridgewater but the, the, the real debate was are the Dolphins going to have two quarterbacks in their roster or are they going to risk it and take three and I think Skylar Thompson has certainly proved that, that the Dolphins have to carry three uh, quarterbacks because they can't afford to lose them uh, now the NFL regular season of course will start not this Friday next Friday the 9th of September NZ time with the Buffalo Bills travelling all the way to SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles, California where they will play the Rams and that will kick off the NFL action for this year oh you'll be excited about that I will be, and I will be certainly uh, trying to find my, my best possible uh, way to watch that Bills-Rams game, because it'll be exciting. Right. Thank you very much, Scott. A pleasure as always. Oh, it's great to be here. Yeah, now Seeds, that was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more of them at r1.co.nz forward slash podcast.